0: And we join on the line now by our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Looking at what's happening in China and the U.S. and the growth concerns there, uh, Clive, global stocks are, you know, taking a knock based on that.
1: They are taking a bit of a knock. It's, it's not a surprise to you Kino at the beginning of the year to see this, like I mentioned yesterday. A lot of these companies obviously very restrictive when it comes to putting money where they should be putting it at the beginning of a, 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 a year, which is very uncertain following a dramatic 2015 that we had. So uh, while we saw the uh, blue chip companies, or the blue chip index rather, in the in the U.S., had almost halved its decline by the end of yesterday's trading, uh, the Dow also still kept its worst start since 2008, starting at a very low, uh, down by 1.48%. Uh, banks and healthcare shares led the S&P 500 index to about 1.5% slump. So uh, it, it's a very, very tough one. Now, emerging markets as well, the shares split the most since all was uh, evidence of a slowing manufacturing uh, in China, which triggered up the, sell- the sell-off, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if people realize it was seven minutes of mayhem, seven minutes of mayhem, where we lost close to about $7.5 billion in that seven minutes as well. So it, it, it's very, very interesting chance to be living in, and making the right choice in the investment is becoming even more of a challenge because nobody actually understands how the markets are going to respond, specifically on, on the methods of, the Japanese slowdown as well, which we are expecting that when the tech sale, sales tax goes up uh, in April will also have a significant impact on what happens in these do markets.
0: Mm. And um, speaking of, if we look at developed economies, facing a $7 trillion debt refinancing tab in 2016, and this could affect growth in emerging markets, and, and, and we know how that's looking at the moment, Clive.
1: It is a dummy effect, isn't it, Sakina? That's what this is. And what what we need to understand is two things. One, when we talk about refinancing, it's not necessarily a great uh, thing to have. I don't know. I, I know our listeners probably are used to the concept of balloon payment, you know, what they call residual value, where you have your car taken out and you pay it up on installments for a period of maybe 72 months. And then after that, they say there's a 30% uh, 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 balloon payment. So at the end of 72 months, instead of you saying, okay, now I'm done with my current mine, then there's an extended, which is what we call refinancing. You can refinance that balloon value. And that's what's happening with a lot of these developed markets now, the amount of debt that the government and the world-leading economies will need to refinance in 2016, including the likes of Japan, including the likes of China, including Russia as well, which is what's concerning. Germany, Japan, Italy, also included in the mix as well, uh, very concerning, picture for Kina. And I'm hoping that um, by, by, by them doing the refinancing, that it won't stop them from actually putting money in emerging markets. But we know the dominant effect, the moment they realize that they're actually in debt, they will try and minimize their investment into emerging markets.
0: Mm. And of course, uh, these emerging markets. Um, what's, your, what's your prediction for 2016 here, Clive? The,
1: the, the, the currency uh, debacle continues, Akina. Uh, our currencies are very, very volatile. The rand is volatile. You just mentioned earlier on today that if it wasn't for the volatility of the rand, maybe the oil, the, the, the oil prices or rather the petrol price would have gone even further down. Um, and that's actually a very good, uh, a very true reflection of what in place because of the volatility, but it's all emerging market currencies that are currently under pressure, and it's because of the rebound of the dollar. And so, in 2016, we're going to see more of it, because the the, the, the the state is going to continue, the Fed is going to continue to increase rates, and when they do that, there's going to be volatility. The question is, will we be able to attract enough investments to be able to have a buffer for those currencies when they do become volatile? And that is the question that we need to ask the finance minister in February.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and 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 we shall because you know this is gonna be much anticipated. Um mm. I, I almost said perhaps more so than the state of the nation addressed be given our mm. current economic outlook. So yeah, we'll be waiting with bated breath. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, that was our market analyst clive into Zamanturah.